Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore, and today I have one guest on. His name is Trevor. Say hi, Trevor. Hello. Um, he's been on quite a few podcasts, so uh, really no need for a real introduction because y'all should know him for the most part. But uh, I do have a question. So we're doing New Mutants, which is a X-Men-themed uh, movie, so I figured I might as well just hit you with the What's Your Favorite X-Men movie and kind of just go from there. Oh, this is a surprise. Yeah. Um, I, it's probably first class. Okay. If I'm really honest. There, let, yeah, there's one, two, three, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix just came out, which I didn't see. Mm-hmm. And then Logan, which I also haven't seen. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it just the language that kind of? That's part of it. If, if like, if it's something that I don't think like the character, and maybe not, I don't know these characters very well, okay. but like the f bomb is the first word in the whole movie, yeah. and so me and my wife were sitting and watching it, and we were just kind of like, oh, hello, and then there like thirty of them drop in the first yeah. minute, and we're like, what is this? So yeah, maybe one day soon, but um, first class, first probably. class was pretty good, and yeah. it put a like a hope. For a lot of people, that the new ones were going to be good. For sure. And then Days of Future Past was like, okay. Oh, Days of Future That's okay. That's a close second. Yeah. I like that one a that lot That one was also. like, uh, okay. Like, I liked First Class much more than, than Days of Future Past. But mm-hmm. it was still like, well, you know, this still has promise. And then uh, Apocalypse came out. Yeah, and we and were was like, like This is a bad one. And then Dark <laughs> Phoenix had like, uh, we didn't even go see it because it just had such. Tristan doesn't watch any of these really. So I was watching these solo because mm-hmm. I think these came out before we were even together. So I was oh, watching God. these by myself. And um, yeah, Dark Phoenix came out and I was just, I think we were together by that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I really don't have a want to go see this right. because Logan had already came out at that point And I'm a, that's my, probably my favorite. It's a lot of people's. Yeah. Yeah. That between that X-Men one and X-Men two are Really close. I probably would say Logan, um, just because I, I. The main reason why I love X Men movies is Hugh Jackman. Right. As a whole, it was fantastic. I even like the the crappy ones he came out with by himself, or just the Wolverine. Wolverine, and then the uh, Wolverine. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. It was it was X Men Origins. Oh and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Wolverine, and they were uh, they weren't good movies, but I still liked Hugh Jackman. So. Yeah, and the one where he's in Japan, which I think is called the Wolverine. Yeah. That one's okay. Yeah, yeah. They're they're entertaining, but they're I wouldn't say they're good movies. Yeah, but I think on a whole, like they're just fine, fine yeah. to bad. Yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah, but I grew up watching the original trilogy a lot. Yeah, um, one, two, and three, and was, one's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. I, I they're a little dated now. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell. Right. The acting's not the best. Right. Um and. They they stay away from a lot of CGI, so it ages fairly well. But it's also an early two thousands, I think. Right. And it feels early two thousand superhero. Right. So it's just kind kind of like the Spider Man movies do. Sure. Like they're good movies, but you can also tell this is early two thousands 
superhero. Just yeah, there's just a weird feel to it. I mean, it's the same thing if you're watching a 2020 superhero movie. They all right, like right. you know you're watching a just the feel of them. They all kind of stick with a similar uh, style or kind of theme. Or, yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think there's a more of a respect nowadays for these older 2000, like like you mentioned, the Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy. Sorry mm-hmm. to for you the one and two because yeah, because <laughs> it exists, but I don't want it to be. Same thing as Episode <laughs> Nine in Star Wars, it exists. I just wish it didn't. But that one's much harder to take in than Spider-Man Three, right? Spider-Man but... Three is just a bad movie. <laughs> it doesn't ruin the other two, right? But uh. I think there's more. I think there's a respect for those earlier movies nowadays, oh, yeah. because like there's a lot of things that happen in comic book movies today that were like we wouldn't have accepted this, yeah. you know, unless it was for introducing us to you know the comic book movie yeah. back then. Yeah, I mean, Batman I think was really the first movie adaptation of of comic books yes. of, of that world. And then, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot other than the Batman movies, and then finally Spider-Man. There's some Superman movies. Yeah. In there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duh, yeah. Superman, and then Spawn was before. Oh, I think yeah, this as well. About Spawn. I can't remember. Oh, Blade what... was also one of them. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised they haven't reprised that. Le- I think recently. they're going to. I think it's in the works. Okay. Yeah. I'd be interested because those weren't those weren't bad. I don't think I saw them. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were cheesy, but yeah, I, it's I think most of those those were all cheesy. So right. Um. Yeah. So that was the question. Was just your favorite X Men because <clears throat> it's we're in the same universe uh, sure, as sure. Uh, as all that. Um. And so we'll just move on to to movie news before we get into the episode. I think the biggest news is pretty obvious. Uh, we lost one of the. I mean, one of the biggest actors of this past couple of yeah, years definitely. with Chadwick Baldwin. Um, I think Chadwick I s- Boseman. Boseman. Sorry, <laughs> not very good with the- <laughs> no relation to Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Chadwick was uh, Black Panther, and he played Jackie Robinson and Forty Two. Um, he did The Five Bloods on mm-hmm. Netflix recently, and he has. I mean, he has a couple other uh, other movies, but was a. I mean, really good, and he was kind of in the upper. Like he was, he was building his. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he's finally getting up there as as one of the great actors of the two thousand late two thousand yeah late two thousand tens and early two thousand twenties. Sure, yeah. Uh, was definitely going to be reprising the role of Black Panther in mm-hmm. future Marvel movies. Yeah, Black Panther two, as far as I know, was yeah. in the works, and yeah. I've heard some news that. Um, I mean, I I think. Uh. It's. I. I think that like the the movie studio he was working with knew about his condition. Yeah. But he he did a good job keeping it private, which you don't have to release if you're a celebrity. Like not yeah. everything has to be public. Yeah. And so I. I mean, this sounds weird to say, but I. I kind of appreciate it. Appreciate that because it's like. You don't need to have your whole life open. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was I mean, I think it's good for him too for yeah. him and his family to be dealing with that and not have to see his name just uh, yeah. everywhere saying so and so went to the doctor to have treatments mm-hmm. or he's this far along and we don't know how it's going to go. He, right. he, like and, seeing that all over the place on 
on social media. I mean, I don't know how. Can't I know he has. You, yeah. I know he has social media, but you know, with celebrities, sometimes they don't actually use them. It's, right. It's your, their team. So, yeah. but if they're if you're looking at it and you just see it on the news all over the place, I'm sure that could be discouraging and right. and not good for you, like you said, for your for your mental health as well as right. I mean, when you're da- dealing with something as bad as stage four cancer. So, right. Um, you know. As a movie podcast, I mean that's kind of big news, and yeah, you know definitely. hearts go out and prayers go out to the the family so they can deal with it. I mean, because sure. um, it's he was only forty three, I yeah, think. So young. Um, yeah, still had a lot of uh, a lot of life left. So yeah, but I mean, he. I mean, I, this sound like I said, this kind of sounds weird to say, but I think this is like secure. He will always be like Black Panther now, yeah. and he's kind of secured that. I yeah. think. And I think uh, a lot a lot of people are on on the boat of not wanting to recast that role. Yeah. Um, and having, I mean, I've heard a couple of different ideas, but some people just say, you know, that was Black Panther, and we'll just Let's keep it at that. It. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and shut down the Black Panther as a, a part of the Marvel, which mm-hmm. stinks for Marvel, but Disney can deal with it. They have the money. They right. don't have to. They don't have to have that cash grab. So yeah. Other people are thinking about you know maybe using a time loop to get Killmonger back. Oh yeah, and have him be Black Panther, because mm-hmm. um, his death is kind of. I mean, they 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 allude to that like he's done he dies, but yeah. it's pretty ambiguous. Like we don't you never see a body mm. when the last time he's on screen, yeah. he's alive. I mean, them using like a, a time stone or, and stuff like sure. that to yeah. go to a different timeline and getting Killmonger as like he's now good, right. basically. Sure, sure. Um, and using him because he's a great character that. And if we did that, you could get, uh, you could get, who, what's Andy Serkis's character in that? That I don't don't remember what it is. But if you did that, if you took that route, you could also, you know, then that way he never kills Andy Serkis's character, and he could be come back. But yeah, yeah. Um, And I, my ways to handle it. My favorite thing about Black Panther was Killmonger. So I'm obviously all over that. <laughs> now I love Chadwick in it. He was he was great. Like yeah. I the movie was good as a whole, but I think it I, I love movies that ex execute the villain very mm-hmm. well and almost make them a gray villain. Yeah. And I think Killmonger sure. was definitely that and I liked his character. So yeah. um if they cut it off and just leave Black Panther as Black Panther, I'm fine with that, but I know um Obviously, people want a more diverse cast and superheroes, and so to not have, yeah. you know, that might might stink. So I'd be okay with them pulling um, kind of a time swap kind of thing. To yeah. I mean, they've already opened that door, so right. you can. They did that with uh, Gamora already. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, you can <laughs> you can do that for Black Panther, and I don't think anybody's going to be mad if you if you get Killmonger to be right uh, to be that. So, but. Like you said earlier, even apart from the Marvel movies, like I, I saw him in Twenty One Bridges. That was okay. the other thing I saw, which yeah. I which I really enjoyed. And he okay. was very, yeah. Like you said, we lost definitely lost a really great actor and definitely a good. Um, uh, I mean, just member of this member of society. Yeah, basically. Yes. yeah, yeah. He was uh, uh, always good in his speeches and really nice to everyone. I, I don't think I ever had one moment where it looked like he made. A bad PR move and yeah, did something bad. Yeah, no big bad. scandals and, or anything. Yeah, so he appears to have been a really yeah, good guy. And not that if you have something like that it makes you a bad person, but it was just showing right, he's right. you know we lost not only a good actor, but uh, from what we can tell as the public, a really good person too. Right. So. right. 
Um, that's kind of the biggest news right. was, was that because that happened just um, last week. I think last Sunday, to be to be honest. It might, it might have been Sunday, Monday, somewhere around there. And, Something like that. Um, so technically, I guess, we. I didn't know when we did the podcast, when we recorded. I didn't know. Oh, last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah last week when we did Unhinged, I didn't hear about it. So, um, But yeah, that's kind of the, the movie news, which kind of stinks. Um, but we kind of wanted to, I wanted to say something about it because it was uh, yeah. kind of hard on a lot of people because he was an icon for, for a lot of uh, a lot of minorities. Um I mean, there's not a whole lot else about movie news. I mean, um, movies are still coming out, but as far as I know, Tenet has, uh, which is the episode we're going to do next week, but Tenet's have, had a soft release in theaters over oh, the past really? couple of weeks. Yeah, you have to be in select cities to, sure. to watch it already. Um, it's getting fairly good reviews from what I can see, but yeah. I'm kind of staying away from it because I, I don't want to go into it thinking it's bad or go into it thinking it's fantastic by people who have already seen it. Right. Because... Christopher Nolan movies can... I had that with Dunkirk. When mm-hmm. I went to watch Dunkirk, everyone said it was terrible. So I didn't watch it until like two years after it came out. And I enjoyed it. So oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't want to kind of tamper with... Um, I don't tamper with my opinion on it before I even saw it. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's all for movie news unless you have a random movie news snippet. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, okay. I've been trying to think about it. And I'm like, man, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think that was really the... The, the biggest thing for for everyone um so we'll just go uh straight into the episode uh like i said we're gonna do new mutants today new mutants is a like i said x-men universe mm-hmm. uh movie but not really too associated with x-men it does mention it um but pretty loosely it's not like a you're not gonna see um any like the ones you've seen in yes. previous movies yeah it's just uh it kind of just tells you we're in the same universe but like it's you're not going to see Deadpool or Wolverine or Storm or anything like that. They just kind of reference stuff, right? Uh, with the universe. So, uh, if you don't know anything about the movie, it's just a story about kids who um, get their abilities um, around puberty. Is what they say is uh, everyone in the world they get their mutation if they do get a mutation they get a mutation at puberty and you don't really know what that is until it kind of happens Mm -hmm. and so some of these people's mutations are very dangerous to people around them and so they take them to this hospital quote unquote to help them um, learn their uh, powers uh, so they can control them better so they're not a harm to people around them so that's kind of the premise of the movie Um, so these people have very dangerous Mutations and they can hurt people around them because they don't know how to control them because they're uh, they reference it or compare it to a snake, uh, a rattlesnake, a baby rattlesnake is more oh, yeah. Um, yeah. more dangerous than a adult one because a baby rattlesnake doesn't know how to control its venom mm-hmm. and so it'll dispense too much venom, venom, uh, killing you faster or it's more lethal compared to an adult, which will just bite you and give a little bit to make it where they can get away. Right. So uh, that's how, what they kind of compare it to is you just can't really control it yet. So that's kind of the premise. It's a, uh, they, if you watch the original, uh, X-Men, they do kind of talk about that a little bit in the original trilogy of, of adults or kids not really knowing how to control it. And they don't know what it is. And, um, if, if it's a dangerous one, they can hurt people around them. Um, the main one I'm thinking of is the, the girl that, I mean, kills people when they oh, touch. Oh, Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. Yeah. I mean, that's the main one I can think of, like, 
Yeah. Uh, right. She was dangerous to the people around her, and she didn't know. But that even then, she could kind of tell because they didn't die instantly. They just started to die. So I don't think she killed anyone. So um, that's kind of uh, the premise, which is interesting. It's kind of been touched on before, but this is much more dramatic and larger scale. Um, so we'll just kind of get into uh, general thoughts. Although if you... Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, we're just going to talk general thoughts and so no spoilers. But you really don't have to see many of the other X-Men movies to watch this. If any. Yeah. Because um, all you have to know is that these people, like if you're if you're going to this completely blind, then you wouldn't really understand the mutation part of it. Mm-hmm. But if you just understand, okay, so people get a mutation that gives them powers. And it, it'll kind of explain that to you, but it's easier knowing that going in. than Right. Uh, so, yeah, if you, if you haven't seen X-Men movies and this, you know, us talking about it makes you interested, um, you could still go watch it. You don't have to go watch the eight, nine, ten other X-Men movies just to watch this one. It's kind of a standalone. It's Like I said, it's away from all those other characters. So I want to kind of give that tidbit in. Um, so, yeah, just general thoughts. What did you uh, what did you think about the movie? Uh, it it took. So I, I guess the actors' performances. I thought I thought a couple of them were maybe a little inconsistent, and a couple of them were really good. Um, and if you kind of focus on, I mean, everyone was to kind of have a baseline. I guess everyone was fine, but um, some characters took on a kind of an accent uh, that didn't really seem to keep all the, the time. Huh? You're talking about the short-haired girl? Uh, no, I thought she was actually pretty okay. okay. Um, I'm talking about. Uh, the the Stranger Things kid. I think his name is Sam in the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. In the movie. Yeah. yeah, the cowboy. Yeah, I and I, I'm curious if Southern. that was like a a director or a producer's idea because there are a couple of times when he when he changes the timbre of his voice to like be louder or to um or to just speak more aggressively, I guess, and he loses, loses that accent. accent. Yeah, I didn't really notice it, but I I. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then um, I think Dr. Reese, there were some, I couldn't tell, but there were some times when I thought, okay, it's it's pretty consistent. I don't know. She, I kind of went back and forth on her, I guess. But overall, like I said, I was pretty okay with the actor's performances for the most part. Yeah, I think they were fairly okay. Um, I didn't really notice too much other than the main character, mm-hmm. uh, the girl, that main character. She started off pretty poor. Oh uh, yeah, I thought she was going to be real rough, mm-hmm. and then it. She, I think she kind of got better as the movie went along. Right. I don't know if it was shot, you know, chronologically, but there were just a couple scenes early on that I was like, this really does not feel right. real. Like you're you're the fake crying or whatever. Like it just didn't. Right. It wasn't well acted. But then later on, I was like, okay, now she looks more like her character, and maybe she's gotten into it a little bit. Right. But And I don't know how old these people are, but I assume they're under the age of 20, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, they're probably semi-new actors, because I didn't know a lot of these at all. Um, so, uh, it, but yeah, for the most part, they were they were fine. No sure. more fantastic. Um, and, and I'm curious how... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're fine. But I'm, I'm curious how much... Of this because a couple this movie was supposed to come out like two or three years ago I think was it yeah and what happened was it was when the Fox Disney merger kind of went through and Disney like shelved it and they were like we're stopping oh. production we're not working on this movie anymore 
And then, for whatever reason, it kind of like slowly so came. This back. is a Disney movie. Well, I, X Men is a Fox property. Yeah, and Fox is now owned by Disney. Okay. Yeah. Because it, this movie was meant to be more of a horror movie, mm-hmm. and it lost some of that. And I, I think that might have been because of Disney. Right. I right. wasn't sure um, because a lot of people were talking about, and the, the early trailers made it look like it was going to be. Yeah. Really scary. Yeah. And it still has some spots. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are some creepy and some horror aspects to it, but it's not a horror movie. It's not... The whole movie is not going to grip you and scare you and put you put you at the edge right, of your seat. Right, right. Um, really scare, scare you, um, which is kind of what they were advertising. A lot of people were expecting. So I'm yeah. wondering if that was Disney being like, eh, I don't know if we really want a superhero horror movie, which right. I think would have been more... Well, they're going to have their hands in a bind when they get to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because they're because uh, the Marvel guys have been saying that's supposed to be like the scariest one yet, and it's supposed to be a horror movie. Are they coming? Basically, is it already like set to come out? Yeah, it's oh, a part okay. of Marvel's whole. You remember okay. when? Yeah, they have like a seven-year plan or something. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a part of that. I didn't know if they had because uh, I know that they had another Doctor Strange movie set, yeah. but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't know if they were like, this is an idea that we have and we want to push it, or if it's like, this is the movie we're doing. Because, yeah, I don't know how Disney's going to... Because they want kids to be able to watch most of their movies. They yeah. want a 55-year-old <laughs> be able to watch it with their 7-year-old. Right. Because that's what Doctor Strange is. That's what... I mean, every movie I can think of that comes out in the Marvel Universe is all kid-friendly. Right. Which is how they make their money. Because you sell this movie to 7-year-olds... They're going to watch it. They're going to want to buy it. Their parents are going to want to buy it so they can watch it a billion times. And yeah. then they're also going to buy all the toys and all the right. stuffed animals and all the books. and all. They're going to buy everything about it. It's a whole it. thing. Yeah. And that's how they make their money. Is, <laughs> right. Is, uh, I mean, it's good marketing. And it's, it's a good strategy. But that kind of – it will kind of hinder your ability to make a great movie and have a range. Because right. you have to tailor your movies to a certain demographic – and I think that's the problem that Disney's running into. I think, I think a lot of their movies have been really mediocre um, because of that. Now that's yeah. just my personal opinion. They're obviously still billion dollar movies every single time, so right. they're obviously doing fine. But <laughs> as somebody who's a movie lover, I want something that you know you're not confined and constricted in your like. I don't want the director to be like, okay, well, I have to fit this in this mold sure. because. And I think with Disney buying every single property in the history of the world, it's going <laughs> to... No kidding. Um, as much as I love, you know, the fact that they can put money behind stuff. Yeah. And they can get projects out. If every project is all Marvel kid-friendly, we're just going to get cookie-cutter movies. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm kind of doing a rant of what I'm That's scared okay. about movies being. Yeah. Um, well, I think... they kind of did that to this. They yeah. They kind of shimmied off part of this movie because it's not exactly what they wanted in their mold. And you can't sell this to kids anyways. Yeah. So what's the point? Like, why why shave it off the horror if you can't show this to a seven-year-old? Now, right. You could show this to a 13, 14-year-old, and that'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, but you could show a horror movie to a 13, 14-year-old. I mean, sure. not me as a 13, 14-year-old. I would have been <laughs> uh, scared shitless. But there, there's a lot of people that could watch a, a horror movie at sure. that age. So. Yeah. Um. And I've always thought, at least recently, since Disney, you know, when the Fox merger went through and uh, I know Sony is still kind of on the fringes, like they're not, they're not bought, not owned by Disney yeah, yet. Yeah, they're not. 
but um, they're just leasing out their properties, right? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, right. I I wonder if there's going to be a time when like it is all going to be owned by Disney, which you know I can go either way on, but also. I think what will happen if we get to that point is it's, is people are going to become more aware of like, okay, well, who directed this? Okay, who who produced this? Yeah. Um, and rather than, oh, it's Fox, it's Sony, it's it's Marvel, it's Disney, it's whatever. Yeah, I think it's going to become who? Uh, oh, Joss Whedon did this, or oh, uh, George Lucas is back. I don't know very many directors. Yeah, uh, it's okay. James Gunn and, and Zack Snyder yeah. is doing this. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I think it's going to get to the point where people are going to be paying attention more to individuals and their contributions to the movie rather than, oh, well, like you said a second ago, oh, it's Disney, it's going to be a, a kid's movie or geared towards kids or whatever. Yeah. And, and I have no problem with with one company having um, all this whole IP of Marvel mm-hmm. because X-Men is Marvel and yeah. Spider-Man is Marvel and right now splitting it up and having them not together is hindering those movies. Yeah. How much better would the Avengers have been if you could have had X-Men and you could have had Deadpool and now Fantastic obviously Four. they wouldn't have put Deadpool Deadpool in there but <laughs> right. because you have to have it kid friendly and sure. right, he may have made an appearance or something Yeah. and Wolverine would have been in those and mm-hmm. I don't know who I, I, think, I don't know how many more are in the uh, Avengers, but you know you would have had those characters. Yeah. Well, and I think that there's there's been some allu- people have speculated that there's some alluding to the Fantastic Four. Yeah, are going to yep. be in in future Marvel movies. And I've heard that like as that. well. And, and so I'm okay with having them all together um, because I I want them to be able to cooperate and work in an interchangeable and right. Since uh, the past twenty years, you haven't been able to do that. Right. Disney's slowly been picking in more and more of those characters by buying them off. But yeah. when they started, they couldn't. Um, so I'm okay with them all <laughs> having uh, uh, all being under Disney for that, but I I am still scared. Yeah. Now uh, I don't know about the director thing though, just because the way that Disney runs their movies as of right now, mm-hmm. most of the time the the director is not really that big of a director because the produ- like Disney itself, the producers are all just telling them putting a layout of what they need to make for their movie. Yeah, and so the director's kind of a plug and play. It can be somebody who did whatever, and they'll just plug them in there and be like, "Well, you can do this because we already have this played out for you." Yeah, and so um, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that they do pull in more more big ones because James Gunn was the one that made Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right, and uh, he was really those movies were really the ones that stuck out compared to the other ones. I yeah. think, and that was because. James Gunn was the one doing them, and yeah. Um, well, and this, you could say the same thing for Taika Waititi and, and Thor three. Yes, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. And yeah. so when they do get these really good uh, directors, uh, I'm hoping they do that more because that's when you get the pinnacle of of those movies sure. compared to when they just get random. Not saying those anything against those directors. Yeah, you've still made good movies, but uh, of course, getting better directors is going to help. So right, right. So those are my general thoughts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but see, I'm sorry. I, We've just I, been talking about Disney. Really, I know. But, I know. But uh, so sorry about the rain. Yeah. Uh, but I um, I I mean, honestly, what this movie boy, I I mean, I think the action's good. I like the I like the third like like the third it. act. Yeah. It, it takes a long time to get there. It, it takes a long time to get there. And but I like how subliminal they are in uh, releasing the characters' stories. Mm-hmm. 
instead of having like this is this person's backstory. 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 They kind of make it slowly come out. See, now I, I kind of didn't like it. I didn't really because huh. it was a lot of like, well, what's your power? Well, I don't know. What's your power? Kind I, of I, thing. I didn't and, like that part. Yeah. But I liked how they I think you're just... talking about like with, I don't want, I don't think this is totally spoilery, but like yeah. the vision stuff. Yeah. Like the vision stuff, I don't want to get too much on the specifics of the vision stuff because that does kind of spoil some of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just more of, I, I didn't like the fact that they were so just shy of telling people and just kind of felt repetitive Yeah, how everyone was saying that. But I liked how um, them not really sharing it until, not really sharing it, they, it just kind of reveals itself later on through the story yeah. rather than... At, instead of at the beginning of the movie having a like like a montage well, more like the circle like they they have that group circle mm-hmm. um that's kind of a spoiler but it's not really <laughs> it's just them talking so right. it's not that big of a deal they're in but, a hospital yeah they're doing therapy yeah that's what it is <laughs> and instead of them just going through and saying all of their powers like i think that would have been a yeah lot... that would have been kind of on the nose yeah cheesy yeah and so i i liked how they added some, some some suspense to it to you don't know like you know they're all in here for a reason uh-huh. and you don't know why and so yes it does lead to some stupid stuff but also it leads to some good stuff yes. i think later on as it kind of reveals itself in horrific ways right and so i do i do like that some of them it does show right off the bat Mm-hmm. So, other ones, the more grotesque ones, it kind of waits. But right, sorry if that was a little spoiler, but not when you watch the I movie. It's yeah, when you watch the movie, it's the you're first gonna, like yeah, half an hour, maybe. Yeah. When you watch the movie, you're gonna be like, oh, that was it. Like it's, <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not any major spoilers. So, sure. um, yeah, I did like that aspect of it. That kind of it leads to more suspense. And this, I, I think the movie does do a good job with its horror aspects. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't do a lot of it. Right. It. it Kind of, and the action parts as well. But I think the action was kind of just a—you have to have it in there because of the scenario. Yeah. Um, but I do, I did like the action scenes and how gory this movie was. Yeah. And grotesque, like it. There are some scenes in this movie where um, you see some. I mean, yeah. Some people get tore up. Yeah. And it's it's pretty bloody. And that you don't really see that in a lot of one Disney and two. <laughs> X-Men movies like usually yeah. the X-Men movies are pretty uh, they shy away from the gore part of it I mean yeah. someone will get stabbed in the chest and there's no blood is so this, is this movie rated R I I mean I can check real quick because I, I actually the, don't know I think the common thing for X-Men movies and just and I'm just thinking about that because for two reasons one because I think X-Men movies are typically PG-13 it is PG-13 Oh, no, yes. Sorry, you yeah. finished my thought. Yeah, typically they're PG-3, with the exception of Deadpool and Logan. Um, It's PG-13. Okay, good. Because yeah. there were children in my showing. Oh, really? I don't know if there were in yours, but there were two kids, and they wouldn't shut up. Really? That, anyway. That's weird. I As a kid, I don't think this is really a kid-kid movie. This is a, this is a middle school, high school, and yeah. up, I think. I mean, kind of, it's a coming of age Kind of. Yeah, but I, I, you could totally be 13, I think, handle what this has. Now, yes. there are some really creepy scenes that deal with some dark matter, but I think that part might kind of go over their head. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. Right. Uh, it's more just creepy stuff. And so the, the darkness behind it is, you, you if you don't really understand it, it's just kind of, oh, well, they're creepy. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, we'll talk about in spoilers that it's actually pretty dark. But right. um, I don't really have too much more general thoughts wise to either. talk about. Um, I mean, most of us, was, most of this was just talking about Disney. But <laughs> when it comes to the movie, the acting was okay. The score was fine. Uh, fine. The, I think the horror aspects were good, but they were limited. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's. Uh, and it did have good. I, I like that they used. There were more. good moments in this movie yes. too. Yeah. Um, so, um, and we. So I guess we can just go to if we recommend people to go to the theater for this, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll. Uh, go into spoilers. So, do you recommend that people go to the theater to watch New Mutants? I would just wait till it comes out, yeah, and rent it or buy it. I mean, yes. I mean, if you're an X Men person and you really like, it, like my wife is an X Men person, okay. and even the bad ones, like we have them all so far, yeah. with the exclusion of Logan. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, if you're an X Men person, go ahead and buy it because it's it's a run of the mill X Men movie. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, if you're just your average Joe, I would say just wait till it comes out. Yeah, on on home video or DVD, Blu-ray, yeah. whatever the <laughs> thing is. Service, yeah, <laughs> right. Redbox, is that uh, a thing still? Yeah, Redbox? still a thing. Dollar fifty for a Blu-ray. <laughs> I think it might be two dollars now for a Blu-ray. I don't know. Inflation, man. Yeah, um, I think I'm pretty much down the same road. If if you do like the X-Men, I think it does bring a a, a good twist mm-hmm. to the franchise. I think they held back on a lot of things they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of hinders it, but it was still worth it as an X Men fan, and I like that universe and it brings more to it because mm-hmm. there's also some more depth pieces uh, that it brings. It kind of talks about um, which is spoilers, so I don't want to say what, but it it does kind of bring up some more stuff in the universe, mm-hmm. and so uh, it does have something to offer. And the theaters can bring an experience of some of the action, some of the the creepiness of the movie. So um, if you're an X Men fan. Uh, or that whole world, I think it's worth it. Um, yeah. And you've probably already seen it if you are. I mean, right, you probably right. went and watched it because I think it only had $8 million debut. So I think all $8 million of that were just people that no, were like, X-Men fans. Yeah. So um, I would say it's worth it for that. But if you're just, uh, if you don't haven't really watched it or don't really care, you can kind of wait. But I do suggest watching it. I mean, I think it is still fun. But if, it, if what we said isn't interesting at all, then... You can probably, it's not like a must watch or anything. So if it doesn't sound interesting from what we've talked about, then, uh, or the premise I said at the beginning, then you could probably stray away from it and be fine. Um, last thing I would say, whether or not to watch it, if you do like horror aspects, thriller, I think this might work for you. Um, cause the last 45 minutes can get pretty creepy and stuff. Yeah. And so it does have some good elements in that. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about in spoilers, but if you haven't watched it yet, you're, you're not going to know what it is. So, um, if you do have a, if you are a fan of horror movies, there is a, um, there's something in here for you in that. So, um, even if you haven't watched X Men, I think as a horror movie fan, and I think that's what Tristan liked of it, um, because she didn't know a single thing about X Men, but I think she liked some of that aspect oh, cool. of it. Good. So, yeah. Um, and she, cause she's just an average horror movie fan. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's, that's my recommendation on it. So not too high, but not like, I wouldn't say just nobody watch it in <laughs> theaters, but, um, for those people that I, I stated, I would say go ahead and go watch it. And if not, uh, just wait for it to come out on Redbox or something or just straight from it in general. I'd... Is your recommendation, hang on, I'm going to try to put it in a nutshell. Is it go see it if you want to? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> kind of. Because, it, it, I mean, I, wanna, I don't want to spoil my grades yeah. yet. If, but... yeah. if you're an X-Men fan, go see it in the yeah. theater. And if you're not, wait till it comes out. Yeah. But yeah. there are movies where I'll say, I don't care who you are. Go to the theater and sure. go watch this now. So, or I don't care who you are. Stay home. Yeah. Don't go out. Yeah. And so it's kind of, well, yeah, it's kind of up there. So <laughs> I don't want to say, oh, yeah, everyone go see this. And it's everyone hates it. So I'm kind of just leaving it up to you if you liked our general thoughts. And you probably should. But, um, yeah, maybe that's a bad way of stating it. But yeah, that's <laughs> what I think. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for... Uh, I guess our recommendations and general thoughts. So we'll take a short break uh, with the ad and then we'll come back with spoilers. All right. And we are back for the spoiler part of the review of new mutants. Um, So if you haven't seen it yet, or if you just don't care, (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet and you do care, stop now. If you don't care because you aren't going to watch it and you're just like hearing us talk about a movie you haven't seen, then you can keep listening. So, sure. Um, just starting off with spoilers. I mean, everything's free to talk about. Uh, you, go for it. Oh, I take the floor. Yep, you always take the floor. I always <laughs> let my guests take <laughs> oh, the floor all first. Right, all right. Uh, the first half of this movie moves so fast. At least it felt like it anyway. And the dialogue, a lot of it for me was just really bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fair. It was a lot of, like, I, I, the very opening scene when Danielle is being carried out of her home by her dad and he's the dialogue was just so vanilla it run we have to run we have to get out run for that whatever and i was like uh okay fine yeah and then what what are they supposed to say in that scenario i i don't know with more screams so more emotion the it's not the dialogue it's it's the the delivery let's say (laughs) yeah there we go i'll 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 concur on that yes the delivery now i will say one once it gets to the scene where uh, Danielle is in the clock tower and she's about to jump, uh-huh. um, and Rain pulls her back in. That whole conversation felt genuine. very genuine, yeah. And it kind—that was when it kind of slowed down for me, and I was kind of like, "Okay, we've stopped. The train is finally pumping the brakes a little bit." And from there on, it was okay. And then uh, from the attic scene on. Um, it was good for me. I gotcha. I really enjoyed the last like three quarters to half of because this movie. Because it finally let them just be, a team. be themselves, and there's no more setup, and there's no more, and there's no more of them just being bitches to each other. I yeah, thought that was real. Very, I thought that was very weird. Yeah, it well, didn't feel natural. Like it was like they tried to make stereotypes. Yeah, and it just didn't like. The, it almost thinking back on it, it mm-hmm. almost was like trying to be a New Mutants Breakfast Club. Yeah, probably. I could see that. Definitely. Uh, no, obviously not the same stereotypes. Yeah. Because this is the 80s. But right. just the what, like the way that they were... Yeah, like a jock, wanting... rich kid. And... Well, just how they were so distant, but like still like had to be close to yeah, each yeah. other. Right. And they end up bonding, and then they're doing all this buddy stuff together or whatever, yes. and are friends in the end. It just, just thinking back on it, right. that was what just popped in my head. So maybe it's false, but... No, it, I it just no, yeah, I felt I agree with that. Clubby. And I guess it is a coming of age movie in a way. Yeah, well, I <laughs> mean, weird one, but and I and I honestly, I don't. <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid, but I don't. I don't necessarily know what that means. 
just I've really? always thought that like teenage movies where it's teenagers and then they deal with something and overcome it. I've always like I've been like, oh, it's a coming of age movie or something. Yeah, coming of age movie is pretty. It's pretty broad. It's basically just you're a somewhat of a kid at some age and you're growing up. Yeah, basically you're you're progressing to the next part of your life, and that definitely happens in this movie. I would say, yeah. um, especially for Danielle, the main character. Yeah, or I really. She is the main character. Oh yeah, and she yes, yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, um, uh, all bets are off right now, and I have to say, Danielle's power is very weird. It and it's not. It's a, it didn't feel consistent to me. Really? Yeah. So, and for the reason I say that is like, there's no, and I know that there's some X Men powers like the psychic people. There's isn't really like a limitation on what they can do. It's it's kind of just like uh like you, you said, it's kind of a gray area. Of like, um, well, you know, we don't really know what they're capable of yeah. kind of thing. But for her, like, okay, so she can generate memories of like people's worst fear or their like traumatic experience. And she can generate that and make it real. Yes. Yeah. That's like. It feels, that's why I said it was weird. It almost feels like it's, it's not real in the X-Men universe. Like that feels too. I, I maybe consistent is the word that you were trying to use, but it, it just doesn't. You haven't seen anything close to that right. in the X Men universe yeah. where somebody can conjure something real. Yeah, and she doesn't do it of her own accord. Yeah, and, and maybe she gets. Maybe I, I don't. I, I'm not an X Men comic book reader. I, I just yeah. I've seen the movies, but maybe she's gets to a point where she is able to control it. But at, during the course of this movie. It seems just at night when she's sleeping, maybe it's her dreams yeah. that are that are doing this, and it just you know they target a specific person or something. Um, well, it seems, yeah, I guess it. Well, at the end, it's everyone, right? Yeah, with with the the demon bear thing. Well, the, is that what you're no, talking about? I guess it is technically just targeting one person each time because the end they're all fighting the creepy people oh the, the, smiling, the smiling face guys <laughs> so I, and so i guess the, it is just one person at a time Jesus. right right um sorry our dog just burled through the door oh my goodness. that's broken so rude um, anyways yeah i guess they were just targeting one person at a time and i i was i thought it was weird that they didn't figure out what it was beforehand like they yeah, couldn't yeah. figure out that this is what the power was because I don't know. Right. And I, I gotcha. totally thought it was all in their head, too. Yes. Until, um, oh, Rain? Uh, yeah, Rain. Oh, that was really far away. Yeah, Rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, until Rain, it looked like it was all just in their head. Right. Well, and well, and there's a moment I remember seeing and thinking. I was kind of like, okay, that's strange. And it's just kind of, you're kind of getting a, a, a feel for, like, what are these people's powers? Um is it Sam? I know his, I think his superhero name is Cannonball or Cannon or something like that. But the guy whose arms shake really fast and he flies, mm-hmm. um, or barrels, I guess. I don't even know what you yeah. call it. But uh, he, um, he, when he has the vision, because I think he's the first one, and it's in the washing machine, and he, uh, what happens? Oh, he, why can't I think? Sorry about that. Um, he's in the washing machine, and he has the vision of, like, he's in the mines with his dad again. Yeah. And then he, uh, he gets blown back 
and the washing machine is is busted. Yeah. And then the and so like it shows like realism there. So maybe it is all real all the time, and it's just like it's a mix of hallucination and like real life consequences. Oh, this was gonna say that was weird about it. It like so it knows to trick Roberto into thinking that his memory is Elania. Is that am I saying the right Elania? Elena? The are you talking about his girlfriend the, that the he Russian, killed? Or? No, the the Russian. Oh, the Russian lady. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can pull up her name. Yeah, um, but it tricks him because uh, it shows later that she's in a different spot during that time. Anyway, but I mean, all in all, though, her power is is pretty cool, and I like the demon bear. I think that's neat. Um. The only thing yeah. I didn't like about it was the fact that you could just. It feels conjuring up that much real life things yeah. and just being able to have that. It's pretty OP. And, and, well, yeah. But also, I didn't. It feels like almost two of these characters had powers so strong and so different to the rest of the X Men world. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the other one you're thinking of? The Russian girl. It, oh yeah, that you're looking up the name of. <laughs> yeah, which I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm, she, I'm trying to find. But she, I think what she, her power is that we were to put it into words. Anya Taylor. Huh? Oh, that's her actor's Actually. name. <laughs> um, Elanya. Yeah. Okay. Elanya. Yeah. Her uh, powers just didn't that like that felt sci-fi. Yeah, and, and it's it's like a dimension jump. Yeah. Kind of thing, and she and she teleports into this like pocket dimension that she controls, I guess. Which doesn't feel like a. Mutant power. Right. And then her arm, she can turn her arm into that, like, armored thing with the mm-hmm. sword. And, oh, man, I the loved dragon. that Lockheed was real. Yeah. That it was a real dragon that flew. Oh, man. My heart was so happy. That was the best part of the movie for oh, was me. It? Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two powers just felt so different. Like, way off the chart. Yeah. Yeah. Reigns as like she turns into she can be like a were person and which then can turn into a dog completely. Which is completely that's that's totally within the realm of normal yes, possibilities yeah. for mutants. And right. um fireball, another thing that's completely like you could totally turn into a fireball and oh and yeah, yeah. I um, think his his name is Sun Sunflare, okay. I think, or something like that. And, and then, then Shaky Arm Guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh their names are their mutant names are Mirage, which is the main character, which is Danielle. Oh, okay. Uh, Wolfbane, which is, is that Rain. Rain. Uh, Magic, which is Alana. Oh, okay. Cannonball, which is Samuel. Ha. Sunspot. Sunspot. Is Robert. Okay. Um, so Sunspots totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Cannonball totally makes sense within yeah. the realm. Oh man. Wolfbane. Sorry. Go totally keep going. Totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But those other two just feel so. Out of left field for, and I wonder if it was if, if like in the comic books. Uh, sorry, I'm not as knowledgeable as I am about the DC stuff with this, but uh, oh well, yeah, it, these are completely different. Yeah, I wonder if in the comic books because her superhero name is Mirage, so I wonder if the stuff she can if she can just make people hallucinate 
But for the movie, they were like, oh, well, it'd be, let's just make them real just because, you know, or something like that. I mean, that. it makes a good horror movie. It does. Like, these, this person is literally... And it gives consequences to the actions. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, like when Rain was saying, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real, and then she gets marked. That's the first time you realize they're real. Yeah. Is when she gets marked right. with the witch signal on her yeah. neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I... And, I thought the W stood for wolf for a really long time. And then my wife was like, I think it stands for witch. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. When I saw the W and she had already talked about, I think at that point she had, she, she had talked only, about it already. She was the yeah. only one in the circle to say what happened to her. Right. And so she, she said that the person, her priest called her a witch and beat her almost like almost mm-hmm. to death. Um, and then you didn't know that she killed the priest until that scene right? where she's like, I already killed you. You're not real. You're mm-hmm. not real. You're not real. And then it literally takes her to the ground and puts a, it another does, W on her. Now it is an M this right. time, yeah. but cause <laughs> apparently he doesn't know which way to, well, he's a fake it. person anyway. That's fair. <laughs> I was like that one. She can at least like say, okay, well her and Danielle are together. Yeah. So she can just be like, Oh, I decided to put Moonstar. Right. <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. but you can't really uh if it's a w kind of maybe oh i guess that could have been for wolfbane so oh um, yeah either uh, way she could have said it was for something else right right but yeah i think that was my the biggest problem with the whole x-men part of it is the fact that they're so different than normal mutants but also yeah. that's what makes this movie different and fun yeah and a horror aspect. Right. Because being able to conjure up, I think I literally, I've already said this, but being able to conjure up someone's nightmares yeah. is extremely terrifying to watch as an audience and, of course, living in it. Mm-hmm. Like, living your biggest fear yeah. and it being real right. is, is, I mean, insane. Yeah. And that's what I meant by I liked how they didn't share their stories mm-hmm. because you got to see them, yes, through the visions i guess you were kind of right i mean you, they usually show themselves oh, yeah, yeah. throughout the visions sure um well we still don't really know what happens to, to elania magic's past because she she apparently when she was a kid was dealing with those smiley faced monsters she was locked in a room yeah and, and they weren't monsters and, say again i don't the the smiley people weren't monsters in my opinion Oh, sm- you think they were they were just normal people? They were people wearing a mask, and they did not very nice things to her. And she she remembers them as, as as monsters because they are monsters. Yeah, but they're humans. My it's guess a- is that this is where I said it's a very like it's a creepy thing on the outside because they're smiley men that have scary faces and, and they stuff. move real weird. That yeah, was like the- Slenderman. Yeah, but um, I think it's trying to say that there is a deeper disgusting truth to this is that she was locked up as a kid for years being and i I thought it the whole time every time mm-hmm. i mean go to my safe space with the smile that yes. all sounds very rapey and yeah. then you go to they all came with sad faces and left with happy faces i was yeah. like okay this is definitely trying to shed light on the fact that she some not great stuff happened to her. yeah that she was basically a sex slave for however many years because you can't you can't show your face yeah in that kind of industry so you wear something and so that's what they did they wore a mask and they did what they did to the kids and then they left i'd be interested to find out maybe that, what her origin story totally, is that's what i picked up from it yeah and i think I, it was definitely giving that vibe and yeah. if that's not what it was and now it makes sense why they did if that's the case that would make sense why they didn't. She's the only one that you don't really get because Sam's 
you find out he yeah. killed his dad. Yeah. Uh, Reigns, she she doesn't say it explicitly, but like you said, you find out she, she killed yeah, her. She does say it. <laughs> and and by and by, uh, oh, and Roberto killed his girlfriend. Yep. And uh, Danielle definitely killed her entire. Uh, oh yeah, town. Yeah. yeah, that was her. Like whether she intended for it or not. No, it was a nightmare. Yeah, she had a nightmare and brought up the bear, uh-huh. and the bear wiped out her whole entire. Yep, and killed everyone. Yeah. Well, and I guess we don't really know if she killed if it killed everybody. That's just what we're told. But that well, town is that's... like on fire when. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it's probably true that bear could kill everyone. Right. <laughs> I do. Speaking of the bear, mm-hmm. I do. Uh. <laughs> Um, I had just watched Jurassic Park in theaters yeah, the day yeah. before, which was another dream of mine come true. <laughs> but uh, so I, I was all about like big things chomping into people. And so seeing the bear chomp into oh, Dr. Yeah. Race was so real satisfying. satisfying. So satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes you for I think this is one thing it did do well is it made you not sure about the doctor throughout a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. You like she seems like a genuinely nice person. Yeah. But. Something still feels off. Did you see the trailer? Uh, I saw a trailer. I uh, I remember it? I remember seeing the trailer and Danielle says in it, uh, "I saw something she didn't want me to see. I don't think we're here to get better." So oh, I went I, in. Gotcha. I didn't go in with knowing. That. I was like, okay, like she's the bad guy, huh. right off, you know, from the whole time. Well, I guess me not seeing that trailer. I saw an early trailer. Yeah. And since then, I was just like, yeah, I'll go watch it. Sure. Um, and it, I don't specifically remember that. Now, yeah. it, obviously, it all feels off. Like, for me, yeah. not knowing, it all felt off, but it also still made sense. Like, what yeah. the doctor said made sense. You have a power that can hurt everyone around you. You need to control it right. before you can go to the real world because you just killed your whole entire clan. Right. If you can't control this, you're going to kill another city of people or whatever. And, yeah. And uh, Cannonball... Right, we said that Cannonball, was a, yeah. Yeah, he killed a whole bunch of people in the in the mines because he couldn't control his thing. And, yeah, uh, Roberto killed his. So all of these people have killed people except for Alana. Those per- people deserve to die. So sure. you can kind of. That's the only one. But you learn that after the fact of knowing that yeah. the doctor's bad. Right. So right. at that point, you realize they want her because she's strong. Yeah. Yeah. AF, so. Cannonball also has my favorite action sequence and it's yeah. super and it's just because I didn't see it coming. Um it's when it's when they're trying to find Danielle and Rain and it's him and Alana and she <laughs> teleports away. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh come on. Yeah. That's not what I meant. <laughs> yes. And he barrels through those the creepies. And, yeah. yeah, and they're the smileys. like you call them smileys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I call them creepies. But, I like smileys though. No, it, that makes totally more sense. Yes. but they're just so creepy. I they just are call, creepy. But yeah, they're definitely smileys. And, and uh, the body parts are just yeah. every, and the, what, like the heads are still moving around yeah. and stuff. And I was like, yes, more of that. Yeah. I want. And then he's like beaten up on the bear later. And um, oh, and there's some subtlety in this movie too. I appreciate like whenever you first see his power, which I always like. Show me the power. Don't tell me what it is. Yeah. I would much rather yeah. see it. Um. I like when Rain says the thing about how our Danielle says, is that his power? And she says, yes, he's still trying to figure out how to land. Um, sometimes I think he hurts himself on purpose or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's in a cast for an hour of this movie. Yeah. And I, I think that that I, I mean, that just adds depth to the characters, you know, because he he really thinks at least as far as he goes, I think he might 
He says he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. And when all is said and done about this movie, and I know I kind of I kind of harshed on him a little bit earlier. I think he is probably the most well-developed yeah. of all of them. That's fair. And Roberto is probably a close second, but he, he, you don't find out. There's not really a big arc to him, I guess, except for he figures out, you know, I can light up and, and do this. And he, you know, goes in for the final push on the gotcha. bear. Roberto was the one character that I liked throughout a lot of it, but at the end puddled out. I think well, he kind could, of comes back a little bit. Well, they could have used. Oh, you mean I, I understand? Yes, sorry. <laughs> I just, I guess, puddle out maybe was a bad way of phrasing it. But I think, like, they fumbled his character at the end. Yeah, I, I think he should have been able to do more mm-hmm. against the bear than he did. Like maybe when when magic. Oh, I just want to call her magic now. Maybe when yeah. she when she gets up and she's like, "I'm going to go take this thing on." They I, both I'm, should have. He should have stood. Yeah, yeah. Should have too. And, and that would have been a cool thing to see them yeah. teaming up on it. Yeah. yeah. And instead, he's like scared and he cowers away, and mm-hmm. it just and says a couple little comedic, quippy things, which I was like, sure. "Now is not the time, yeah. sir." <laughs> and and then when he finally does power up and try to phase it, he doesn't really do much. Yeah. He just kind of shoots some lazy ass fireballs at the guy's <laughs> face, and then he gets beat to the pulp. I mean, yeah. that was it. Yeah. It, it gave it time, I guess. Yeah. But. I think I liked his character up until that point, especially the bath, the pool scene. I yes. thought was yeah. a great way of showcasing what actually happened. Because I, were you? Did you kind of guess that was his power beforehand because of the attic scene? Oh, I knew what his power was. Oh, you going did. In. Oh, yeah. well, dang. Sorry. <laughs> going <laughs> after when they said that he got he he would get too hot. I was like, oh, okay, so oh, he. Yeah. Well, and we we've been exposed to like. Uh, some X-Men or even, yeah, well, yeah, X-Men in the past and some other Marvel characters. Like, if you saw the Fantastic Four movies, there's the yeah. Human Torch. Uh, if you even saw the X-Men movies, I can't think of what his name is, but there's another guy that basically sets himself on fire. I can't think of that one. I can't think of his name either, but I know his brother, at least in at least, I think, three, his brother is the guy that turns into ice or something. Just different iterations. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You yes, know who I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know their name, but yes. Because they had that huge fight at the end, like at one right. point where they're water and ice, or fire and ice. And, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. And they, because they, one of them's with Magneto and the other one's an X-Men. Right. And the fire guy's with Magneto because, of course, fire, Pyro is his name. Fire bad, ice good. <laughs> right. They had to keep it that, uh, um, that trope. Yes. So I yeah so I mean it's it's not an uncommon thing in these movies I think for that to happen yeah but I thought, you go ahead I thought the romance between Danielle and Rain was a little obvious and forced I think obvious but I don't know if I agree with forced mm. uh, I thought you, you took her to a cemetery girl I mean come on <laughs> you couldn't have found you couldn't have taken her to the roof or something yeah that's it cool. was cool though that when yeah. it was a nice moment when it starts to rain and she's like isn't it beautiful because it was it was a pretty moment but yeah just not in a cemetery <laughs> it just it to me it just felt like right out the get-go it, you just knew that rain was all into danielle and it's like okay well this is what it's gonna there be there is a moment earlier where she's watching uh a TV show or something, and there's two women who who, or who at yeah. least kiss on it. Yes, and yeah, I and seeing that, I was like, oh, I already kind of like you said, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, right from the beginning, and so and it almost felt like they didn't have to do any development with it because it just mm-hmm. oh, this is going to happen. Now, they how, do now? However, I will say, you know, um, regarding 
homosexuality in movies, if you're going to use it, make it natural. And, and, well, don't, that, and don't try to force it. And this with, didn't feel forced to me. That's with any romantic For relationship. Sure. I, For I, sure. It's not that. I mean, if you had, if Danielle was with uh, the country boy, I would right. want it to be natural and make exactly. sense. And, and I don't care whatever relationship it is. I want it to feel natural and I want it to have a good progression to make you feel like they're actually falling for each other. Right. And I, I think this one, like, I don't, maybe not forced is the word I'm looking for, but sped up. Like, it was very quick. Well, and like I said, the, the first half of this movie, and maybe there's some other stuff we don't know about in terms of production. But yeah, they, the, I think they cut quite a bit, so yeah, that could the, be part of it. The first half of this movie feels very quick, mm-hmm. but I I thought it was fine. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying it was bad, but no, I yeah, I, I just felt like I knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. and then it happened very fast. Right, and so um, and I especially with everything that Danielle just went through, right, like that would be very weird for her to move on that quick i guess but maybe it'd been time like well, maybe it's different for everybody yeah maybe some people just want to go straight into a relationship after that which happens I mean, <laughs> I mean but i mean that that could be fair somebody's there for you and is willing to talk to you and walk you through that pain and whatever yeah. you're gonna develop feelings for that person so i for guess sure. i'm not saying it was totally bad that was just what i was thinking when i was watching it was for that sure. right off the bat i knew it was gonna happen and then boom it happened like i didn't well, you but are... it's also a short movie, though. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. So they may just not Another have had... Another short movie this yeah. week. <laughs> uh, they may just not have had the time to right. set that up as, as well. Because they were trying to set up five characters and have it's all of that. So maybe maybe it was just screen time that they couldn't fit in there. Right. So, again, yeah, not bad. And I wonder, about. you know, sometimes I, I think when they do make movies, they work from the backward forward. And so I wonder if they were like, okay, by the end of this movie... You know, Sunspot needs to have Sunspot and Magic needs to have their stuff figured out. Sam needs to like get over his dad's death or killing his dad. Yeah. And then we want Rain and Danielle to be together. So how do we get to the end yeah. here from and that thing's just That's yeah, yeah, that's usually how things yeah. You have sure. kind of the beginning of what you want, you want and then you kind of just fill in the rest of, right. of what the story is. I guess that, yeah, like you said, it's just, I guess that's just how you make movies. Yeah. <laughs> but That'd be my guess. I've never made one, so I don't yeah. really know, but that's right. uh, that makes sense to me <laughs> as someone who watches a few. Right, right. Um, yeah. A I, few. Don't be so <laughs> modest. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess if you really want to see how many I've seen, you can go to my letter box. I that's some okay. more IV, but I don't need to. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other things. Throughout the movie, um, the horror aspects that we've kind of and kind of not talked about. It's really just the smiley people. For me, anyway, it mm-hmm. was really just when the smiley people show up. That's when it really kind of kicks into high gear. Yeah. And that was, I liked the door kind of melting away. And I liked that Ilana. Couldn't just immediately and, and, over, like, oh, I may have just been speaking words for you. You go <laughs> for okay. it. I was going to say, I like that her and Sam. Could see it together. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I, and it wasn't just... And so, and I think that gave it a little more, like, intensity. Yeah. And then when it walks through the door, it uh-huh. was like, oh, this thing's getting after it. You yeah. know what I mean? And and on, at this point, only Rain knows that it that these things can actually hurt you. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say that I liked that Magic or Alana couldn't... Like, she couldn't just overcome that fear immediately oh yeah her sh- sword and start hacking people 
because it's like you have the power now mm-hmm. to be able to kill these things. Yeah. But you, I, I, what I've already said about what I think these yeah. smileys are. Yeah. You, that's not something easy to just right get past. You would like, you would break down and not know what to do and want to go to your safe space mm. that you've been doing for I don't know how many years she was in that, but yeah, you would want to go to your safe space, and mm-hmm. so. Um, I, I like that aspect of it too. And it made it more creepy. Like yeah, they were for sure scared for their lives because these things are terribly creepy. Yeah. And, um, I, I think earlier in the movie you see the paint on the wall of the smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. When she walks through the door, the first time she's drugged. Uh-huh. Yes. I think that was the first time she, that Danielle, Danielle was, drugged. was drugged. Yeah. Um, and then when, because she, she was locked in isolation, and mm-hmm. um, before she didn't mind being locked in isolation, but once Danielle started getting there, like the isolation was starting to become real. Yeah, because she used to just dream about the stuff, like just dream about it. But now it almost felt real because it kind of was. Yeah, um, because she, the, the first time she got locked up, she didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But if you notice later on, the second time she got locked up, she was like. Get me out of here, please, please. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. Whatever. whatever. So right. Was, right. You could tell that there was a difference in those two things because she. I think before that, the first time she got locked up, she dreamt like a real smiley. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yes. Um. Yeah. I think it does. I the movie does have a lot of interesting things, but I think overall, it took too long to get there almost mm-hmm. yeah because there was a lot of unneeded time um because we've been talking about a lot of things we like yeah because it is there but overall i don't know where you are i think it's a very average movie i think so too and so i don't want to just sit in here and talk about things i like and then give it an average <laughs> score um i think this movie has a lot of good elements but it also just sucks in a lot of different areas and I, it's hard to articulate it i did watch it a couple days ago but I think a lot of it does have to do with some of the early acting that I kind of talked about and mm-hmm. just the early spacing and and just not a lot going on. Now, it's there to develop character, but you can still almost do something. And yeah. It feels like it's wasted space. Yeah. And so you're waiting to get to the last 45 minutes, and this is an hour and 40 minutes. So you're wasting 55 minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, and I think, you know, I think that's okay to to not be able to articulate what we didn't like about this because it's a really broad things like, like, like we talked about the inconsistent accent from Sam. Yeah. Um, the dialogue, they... the dialogue and the delivery in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. How slow paced. And I said, I said, I know it's fast paced in the beginning, but nothing really like of consequence happens. Yeah. A lot, it's a lot like, of setup. It feels like, yeah, it's setup fast, that's not it's, needed. It's fast paced as in, like it progresses so many things really fast. Yes. But yeah, it's a weird kind of thing. It's, it's fast. It's progresses through a lot of story, but slowly, yeah. I don't know. That sounds like an oxymoron, <laughs> but if you, if you've already watched it, so you probably, if you're listening to spoiler parts, you've probably already <laughs> seen it. And so you might and hopefully know, you get what we're trying yeah, to say. <laughs> um, and that it does like the dialogue just feels like it's just, sitting there and so much time exploring the Mm. hospital and walking through it for no apparent reason because the layout doesn't really matter. Right. And so much time is sitting in the common area. Yeah. 
um, just for them to have stupid bicker. Right. You know, I think maybe they're trying to say, oh, these people are edgy or they don't right. like people being around them. But then in the end, there's a complete switch and they all love each other. So right. I and maybe they, how much that was needed. Right. And maybe they felt like they needed to set that up more yeah. or something. Um, but I think they could have dove more into the horror and the nightmares and made that the developing parts of the characters rather than them sitting in a room or walking around separately or stuff like that. Right. You could have done that in 15 minutes, added an extra 15, 20 minutes of the horror aspects that they're all going through, um, and then gone to the final act and, and that been the way. And I think that would have been a little bit better because I think what I've said a couple of times is one of the strengths of the movie is that final horror act. Right. And they have it for a couple minutes for a span of 30 minutes because each person has their own horror thing, but it's a 35 second shot and then it's more downtime and stuff. Yeah. So, and then they get to it. Another person's eight minutes later for 30 seconds and then, right. So I don't know. That's one of my biggest complaints Yeah, is it didn't have what I liked the most very long. Right. Dr. Reese seemed pretty flat for a lot of this. And like I said, I, you can kind of, at least I could kind of tell from the get go, she was probably the villain yeah. or something. There's also a lot of backstory that kind of, not backstory, but world building that they missed out on. Yeah. And, you know, Daniela or Danielle has that, she Visions. sees that, uh, she sees the thing with Dr. Reese where she like sees ESX Corporation, yeah. which never gets explained what that That's is. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's no. Right. And I'm sure that if you're a comic book reader, I'm sure that maybe that you that's, saw that and you fair. were like, oh, you know, whatever. But um, you, it's just like a flash of images and you seeing mutants not even necessarily get treated badly, but just like in like a training facility kind of thing. But treated poorly in it. I mean, they're getting electrocuted and knocked out and stuff. Oh, maybe I... Missed that? Maybe I zoned out or something. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, the kids were being like stunned and stuff to okay. be able to get through and and one of the kids was being dragged out knocked out yeah. and stuff and then then but and then at the end of that danielle just knows like oh she wants to take us somewhere bad yeah or something like that like but like also if if what you well she didn't know her power yet so right. i guess that doesn't make sense but also what is how is that her power that doesn't fit consistent with her power at all oh yeah yeah i didn't think about that until you started talking about it right in the movie i didn't even think about it yeah, yeah. but because we also didn't know her power at mm-hmm. that point. So in the movie, I wasn't thinking about it. But now, when you were talking about it, I'm like, how right. does that? How does she just have that? Is that her power too? That she can just see people's memories? Right. That's. I thought that was a. That's not even an Xavier thing. Right. Well, Xavier doesn't see memories. <laughs> he can read your thoughts, but he doesn't see memories, as far yeah. as I know. And now this person can see memories. And why doesn't... Yeah, never mind. I don't know, so, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just had to find a way to make them not trust uh, the doctor and be like, we have to get out of here. Right. And the fact that she was about to kill her wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything else you kind of want to say spoiler about it? Uh, not really. Okay. Yeah. I did like the bear aspect, though. The bear was cool. Yep, bear was cool. I like the design a good design. Yeah, um, a good build up to it with um, the attic scene talking about 
the story of the bear and letting yeah. the bear whatever. And I like the beginning, the opening line of the movie and the ending line of the movie kind mm-hmm. of resolves itself. Yep. Um, I <laughs> when but, they were fighting it, or when it comes back yeah. and they fight it for real at the yeah. end. I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I, please don't let Danielle just like get up and be like, stop oh, and no. have it stop. <laughs> and that's basically exactly what happened. I was about to say how it did conclude was a little cheesy. I was kind of, I, was, I guess if I was, was hoping bad. for something, she was talking about how it's two bears internally. Oh, and like you have to, and like the good has dope. to be the bigger bear. That was and after I was everything. Really hoping she was going to turn into just this second big, enormous bear and they were going to duke it out. That would have been dope. Yeah. Why aren't you writing movies? <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I guess uh, Marvel, if you're listening to this, That's or right. Sony, or whoever made this movie, I think it's Sony. So. Sign me up. Yep. You got yeah. Trevor that just made a better ending <laughs> at an extra 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever and would have made this movie a, a, have a better ending. But you got I the did, extra runtime. Because it was corny. It yeah. was a little corny. But it wasn't bad. I'm not saying I. No, and like, you know, it was her just, conquering it was her fears kinda, and whatever, but right, it was just kind of uh, just mediocre. Yeah, it was fine. It did also make me think if her father told her to, you know, have her control her fears and not let the bear grow too big. Mm-hmm. Why the bear grew so big in the first place? Oh, and yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, he, she gets that necklace of the small bear. And she says, my father gave this to me to, and I know she gets it from Dr. Reese. And so I don't, I don't know what all is. They, they, I think they found it. Oh, they found it. Yeah. And gave it to her because she's like, this, uh, this is yours. Yeah. And, but she says, my father gave this to me to, to help me remember that I need to keep the, that other bear small or something like that. And then she takes it off at the end. Like, is it, did she conquer the bear? Is that why she puts it in her pocket? I honestly don't know. I, yeah, thought that like, was, I thought it was weird too. Like, and I get, I get why Sam throws this piece of coal away. It's no, he because he puts it in his pocket. No, he chucks it. Oh, he does. I yeah. must have totally missed that. I saw him put it in his pocket, and I didn't see anything else from it. No, at the end when they walk out of church, he chucks it way off. Okay, but uh, I get that because it's like he's coming to terms with the loss of his dad. He's like, yeah. yes, I did this, but like. I don't have to hold on yeah. or like feel guilty that yeah. I did this anymore. Cause I was wanting him to throw it away and then I saw him put it in his pocket. I'm like, why? <laughs> then I was like, well, maybe he's just like, this is still the last thing I have to remember. My right. dad. I was like, well, but I'm glad he did chuck it. Cause I yeah. felt like that was the better way to end it. Right. But, but uh, I did think it was weird that she kept, kept the bear. Yeah. Like maybe she know. thinks that her thinking about the bear is what created it. Right. That's Probably another inconsistent true. thing. She, she, at least I thought it was. She's in like a not a no. It is a coma. Yeah, she's yeah. like an induced coma yeah. thing. Um, and because of that, that's what makes the bear show up. Um, so why does? Oh, I guess you said earlier it's because she's having a nightmare, and that's why the bear shows up in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I think so. But um, that never really gets explained why yeah. that is. I thought maybe it was like a self defense thing, but I don't, I don't know if that's the case either. I did too, but yeah. All of, yeah, yeah. these are some of the things that make the movie not fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully, this has cleared up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> why we'll give it whatever score. Yeah. Uh, well, are you about ready to give it the score? I think I am. Okay. Yeah. So, out of uh, five stars, what do you what are you going to give the old New Mutants? Uh, I think just three. It was fine. I'd probably watch it again, but um, 
we'll probably end up buying it because, like I said, my sure. wife is an X Men fan. Sure. And so, uh, yeah, it was fine. Three. Yeah, I think I want to say it's fine, so I want to give it a two and a half mm-hmm. because I want three stars to be like this is a good movie i really like it and this is not quite there Mm -hmm. this movie could have been a four for me yeah if it would have been like what i said like what i have talked about what i wanted it to have more of that horror aspect because that was really good but they didn't do it right and so this movie could have been up there a lot more for me and i think Mm -hmm. for a lot of people that watch the movie i think they're very disappointed in that and that's why it's getting lower reviews and not not a good box office well it's probably not getting a good box office because of covid but well, it's not, not getting very good scores because I think people wanted a more horror, and that's not necessarily what they got until right. the last, they got 20 minutes of it or whatever, and they wanted an hour and 20 minutes of and it. And I was kind of hoping – I think we're at a point now in like comic book movies where we can start – and that's actually uh, – well, I'm sorry. I think we're at a point in comic book movies where we can start branching out, and they don't all just have to be like – action adventure yeah. kind of things. I hope so. We can have a horror comic yeah. or comic book movie or we can have and we kind of get that with with Kingsman. Kingsman is is based off a comic book mm. and it's kind of funny people actually from what I've seen think that the movie is better than the comic book actually. Oh. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But um it's a spy movie. Yeah. But it's a comic book. You know, I I think we're ready to have things like that. We just got to get the formula figured out. Yeah. And I think we need to we need to somebody needs to just step up. And I think it's going to be Marvel with Doctor Strange too, but somebody needs to step up and be like, "No, we're gonna make we're getting like the guys from The Conjuring, and they're gonna do this comic book movie, yeah. and it's going to be a horror movie with your favorite comic book, whatever." You know? And I like, I hope they do too, because I like horror movies where the good guy or at least somebody survives it, mm-hmm. as in like a conquering thing. Yeah, and superheroes for the most part conquer. Yeah, that that that. Uh, conflict, yeah. Whoever it is, and so um, I think that would make me more relaxed that I know at the end, right? Now, of course, I don't always. It, it's fine if they don't, but I tend to at the end of the movie like the movie better because it's like they made it through this struggle as we should and can as humans. Now, obviously, I don't want everyone to survive and go off peachy, but you know, <laughs> somebody's got to die. Somebody's got to die, <laughs> but not the person I want to not die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picky, all right? You better know who I want to survive, and you better not kill him. Uh, that, no, that's not true. You can <laughs> you can do what you want, but that's just, personally, that's usually at the end of the movie, I feel better that way, but that doesn't mean the movie's always better that way. Right. You can have better movies where the character that you wanted to survive or wanted to conquer whatever doesn't, and that's, you know, shows real life. I mean, there's right. real struggle, there's real pain, there's real loss. So. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anyway, so that's yeah. I think that's a that's about it. Well, you didn't give your rating. Did, oh yeah, you two did. You said two and a half. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, two and a half. No, it's all right because well, we also went on a tangent after. I'm zoning, so. man. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, so yeah, we got a three star and a two and a half star. Um, so that's our our two rating for the new mutants. Um, so thank you for listening to today's episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod, and then on Facebook. Uh, go ahead and give us a like on that page, which is just Couch Critics. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcast, uh, just give us a five-star and a review just so people, uh, when they go out and see these new movies and then they search them 
and Apple Podcast will come up. And go tell a friend. Yeah, yeah. Share, if you share like, the podcast with your friends. Yeah, if you like the podcast and you, you know a friend that likes movies and goes out and sees new movies every once in a while and um, might like the podcast, just say, hey, I know this podcast that talks about movies all the time. You should give them a, um, you should give it a listen. That'd be a, a big help to us. Um, I know that the the Couch Critics Facebook group typically mm-hmm. shares stuff. So if you see it, go ahead and share it. Yeah. Yeah, get the episode out there because maybe some of your friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Somebody out there right now is debating whether it's what what time is it? It's seven forty-five. Somebody out there right now is debating whether they should go see New Mutants at eight. This yep. podcast can help. Yep, and they probably won't go, but <laughs> <laughs> but there will. And be honestly, maybe good on them. Yeah, but... <laughs> see, we're helping people out, but. There will be movies that we review, and they won't know if they want to go see it or not, and yeah. we will convince them, and they'll be like, wow, I'm so happy that I went to go see that movie, because I may not have. And then they'll thank you by making you a cake. I can't promise that one. That sounds like false advertising. So, I don't want to be in a legal suit. Well, I'm just so. a guest. That, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm the host, so I have to <laughs> try to not be sued by um, some random guy saying, I was promised a cake. <laughs> Uh, anyways, after all that, we are, uh, we'll go ahead and let you have the rest of your day and we will be back next week with Tenet as that's going to be the movie of the week. So, um, if you're excited about that movie at all and you go watch it, then make sure to come back after and listen to our review of it. Or if you're not sure if you want to go see it or not, um, give it a listen next week on Monday and you will know if it's worth the watch or not. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.